Hello ladies and welcome to the AmazingBible.book Club. I am Julie Callio, your host, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Today we are looking at chapters 56 through 59 of Isaiah. Chapter 56 is a call for all people to come to the Lord, and all who do are to preserve justice and do righteousness, verse 1. Another thing that is very important to the Lord is to keep the Sabbath day holy, verse 2. And in verse 3, we see, Let not the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord say, Surely the Lord will separate me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus saith the Lord to the eunuch who keeps my Sabbath and chooses what pleases me and holds fast my covenant. To them I will give in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name which shall not be cut off. Then the passage continues in like fashion with the foreigner. And then verse 7 says, Even those I will bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar. For my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Jesus says this verse in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 21 verse 13 and Mark chapter 11 verse 17 and Luke chapter 19 verse 46 when he cleanses out the temple and removes the greedy money changers. Then the passage in Isaiah switches to Israel's leaders being condemned, which is sort of what happened with Jesus as he cleansed out the temple. In chapter 57, the idolatry of the evil leaders is called out. And then starting in verse 14, we see that the Lord's people are humble and they will find peace. But with verse 21, it says, there is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. This is also found in the last verse of chapter 48 of Isaiah. In chapter 58, we see that the religious leaders fast from food, but it is a religious work. It is not from the heart, and it is not the kind of fast that the Lord chooses. Verse 6, the Lord's desire is that his people loose the bonds of wickedness and let the oppressed go free to share food with the hungry and to cover the naked. Then your light will break out like the dawn. Verse 8. Then your light will rise in darkness, verse 10. The Lord will continually guide you, satisfy you, and strengthen you. The next issue for the people of the Lord is keeping the Sabbath. They were to honor the Lord's holy day and call it a delight. Then chapter 59 starts by saying that the Lord's hand is not too short that it can't save, nor is his ear so deaf that he can't hear. It is that your iniquities, your sins have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Then verses 3 through 8 describe their sins. Then starting in verse 9, the pronoun changes, and the people cry out to the Lord and confess their sins. 
Then in the middle of verse 15, it says, Now the Lord saw, and there was no one to intercede. So his own arm brought forth salvation to him, and his righteousness upheld him. Verse 16, And he put on righteousness like a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. This sort of sounds like the armor of God that Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 17. Then verse 18 of Isaiah says, According to their deeds, so he will repay. A redeemer will come to Zion, verse 20, and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob. This is the Lord's covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit, which is upon you, and my words, which I have put in your mouth, will not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your offspring, nor from the mouth of your offspring's offspring, says the Lord, for now and forevermore. In the New Testament, Jesus talks of the final judgment. And in Matthew 25, starting with verse 31, he says, But when the Son of Man comes in all of his glory, and all the angels with him, and then he will sit on his glorious throne, and all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another, as the shepherd separates the sheep and the goats. The sheep will be on his right, the goats will be on the left. Then the king will say to the ones on the right, Come, you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. The righteous will answer him. Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty, a stranger, naked, sick, or in prison? And the king answered, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even to the least of them, you did it to me. In like manner, the ones on the left, he said, Depart from me, for you did not do these things. They too asked, When did we not do these things? And he answered, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment but the righteous into eternal life. Ladies, we are not saved by our actions. We have the Lord's Redeemer who saved us, and His Spirit is with us. But our actions do reveal what we truly believe. The whole book of James in the New Testament stresses this point. The message of the prophets deal with two things, our heart and our actions to God, and our heart and our actions for people. So where's your heart? We do not do the good things to be good enough for God because our sin separates us from him. But once we are clean because of Jesus, our Redeemer, and we serve him because we love him and because we are becoming like him, and he deeply cares for people, he cares for you, and he loves us. So ladies, if you hear God's voice today, don't harden your heart toward God and toward people. 
Instead, let's be women who have a soft heart for the Lord and for his people. Until next time, and thanks so much for listening.